Let's look back at the Spurs' loss versus the Magic and discuss the Spurs' McDermott move at the trade deadline. You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, this is Hot Rod. And I'm RC from the Cybertron Spurs. And you're listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs, right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kansas 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you all back. TGIF, everybody. Yeah, weekend is here. Hope you get through your last work day of the week and get ready for some weekend fun. Hey, thanks for making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every day, free and available wherever you get podcasts, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, the Kansas 5 Plus app, YouTube. We're all there. Pick a platform. Find us. You guys are the everydayers. Hey, what are we talking about? We're going to be looking back at last night's Spurs loss to the Magic. Look at uh, some three takeaways, what stood out, or in this case, what didn't stand out. You know what I'm getting at. And the Spurs loss. And then bring in our guest, uh, Tom Petrini, a good friend, a former colleague at Ken's Five. We're going to be discussing the Spurs move at the trade deadline. Doug McDermott. Give a little bit of a shout out to Jeremy Sohan at the Rising Stars game. And then Tom has a message uh, to Spurs fans wondering what is his next step in his uh, basketball slash Spurs coverage. And that'll be coming up uh, shortly. But about last night, whew, Spurs lost again. Shocker, I know. 127-111 to the Magic. Spurs fall to 10-42. and 42. And uh, yeah, that is another loss on the rodeo road trip. They are 0-2 on the rodeo road trip. So what happened last night versus uh, the Magic? Well, let's look at some three takeaways of what doomed the Spurs to get another loss on the season. Let's start off with hot shooting from the Magic. Yeah, the Magic just could not miss throughout the game. Spurs defense within the at the paint, uh, in the mid-range, at the at the break, above the break, a three-line pick anywhere. This the Magic were just on fire and the Spurs were not slowing him down. The Magic connected on 59% of their shots for the game. And connected on 59% from the three line for the game. They went 16 for 27. Spurs couldn't match that. That was the biggest difference right there. Spurs uh, connected on 31% of their three shots, 11 for 35. And that's the first takeaway. Again, three-point shooting, or in this case, lack of and not being able to defend the opposing player's three-point shot. Pretty much doomed the Spurs. Now, takeaway number two, Devin Vassell. Now, credit Devin Vassell. He came out like gangbusters in the third quarter. I believe he scored 23 points in the third to rally the Spurs back from a uh, nearly 20-plus point deficit. So he he almost shouldered this team to at least make it interesting going into the fourth quarter. And he did. You know, he kept the – he and the Spurs cut the lead down to uh, 10 points. But, again, just wasn't enough um, fire in that fourth period. In the fourth period was where the Spurs' uh, wheels came off. But about that third uh, period, uh, the Spurs actually beat the Magic in the third, 41-37. to Again, Vassell with 23 points in the quarter, going 9-for-9 for the entire period. So takeaway number three was kudos Devin Vassell. At least cutting that lead down to something manageable heading into the fourth frame. Now, the fourth quarter, you know, Magic, again, got hot. 61% from the field for Orlando in the final frame. Spurs, 47%. And that was uh, pretty much the big difference right there. You know, Orlando was just hot shooting. They were bigger. Uh, They were the team that punched the Spurs in the mouth. As a matter of fact, Devin Vassell spoke about that postgame. 
saying that that's one of the things that got into them early in the game was that Orlando hit them first and they just wilted. They backed off. And he said that cannot continue moving forward. So you got that going for them, or this is in a negative way. You know, they they got blindsided to open the, the period, uh, the game, excuse me. You know, third quarter rally, pretty much all of the Devin Vassell, but hot shooting from Orlando. Yep. Uh, poor shooting from the Spurs. And again, you, you know, not rising to the occasion. Again, not playing four periods of basketball, all but spelled doom for the Spurs. So there you go, takeaways right there. Orlando hot shooting. Uh, Spurs, poor perimeter defense, and kudos, Devin Vassell. So, yay, another game, another loss. 0-2 in the rodeo road trip up next for the Brooklyn Nets this Saturday. Coming up next is my uh, former colleague at Ken's Five. He is Tom Petrini. We're going to be discussing the Spurs' single move at the trade deadline, moving McDermott to Indiana. What does it mean? Uh, were anybody really surprised the Spurs were quiet at the trade deadline? That's coming up next right here on Locked on Spurs. Hey, I want to talk about eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors uh, have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you the players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. Let's see who Josh picked this week for this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. This week, Josh picked Asar Thompson. The Pistons overhauled their roster, and we can only hope that Monty Williams will bump Osar back into the larger role. That is who Josh picked for your fantasy pick of the week. Hey, look, Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship, and eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being the perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. Look, if you have a personal experience about buying a car from eBay, well, let us know and talk about it. Hey, what is your dream ride? You want to get your dream ride, but you still need parts for it? eBay Motors. You have a memory of a car you loved, and maybe you want to go find that car again, buy it, or you still have it, you want to give it a fixer up? Hey, go to eBay Motors. What about the time you needed to get your car just fixed just to keep it going, just keep it running, or that cool upgrade? You want to think about eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake lights, they got it. Brake kits, they got it. LED headlights, they got it. Roof rack bumpers, yep, they got those too. Hey, whatever your baby needs, you want to go to eBay Motors. eBay Motors has it all. And with eBay's guaranteed fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're going to be burning rubber, not cash. So, yeah, go to eBay Motors right now. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eBay guaranteed fit is only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And we are now joined by my good and old friend. He made him money clear because Tom and I, we go way back. He is Tom Petrini. Make sure to follow him. I'm old now. Real Tom Petrini. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm officially old now. <laughs> I, I saw I saw some of the people in the celebrity game at All Star Weekend. And I knew yeah. about three or four names. I was like, yeah, all right, washed. Yeah, yeah. Well, welcome <laughs> to my world. Uh, make sure to follow him on X at Real Tom Petrini. Make sure you do that right now. Hey, what are we talking about? We're gonna talk about the wow eyes exploding fans cheering. No, I didn't know the Spurs were quiet at the NBA trade deadline. One move, but it was a very expected move. We're gonna get into that. 
give some uh, love to Jeremy Sohan. And then, yeah, Tom has a uh, message for everybody coming up later on in this episode. But, Tom, as you heard, everybody else has heard, Spurs weren't active at the trade deadline. But they made him move Hold on, Jeff. Hold I on. Know, I know. I know. Let's, let's put some respect Shocker. on him, okay? For everybody who say, oh, I bet they're going to do nothing. Guess what? Egg on your face. Boom. Minutes before the deadline, Doug McDermott to the Pacers for mm-hmm. a 2029 second round pick. And listen, I understand. And cash considerations. Everybody loves that right. jersey. You're going to get a jersey. Just cash considerations. And don't forget, twice a spur, probably going to be bought out and never be a spur, Marcus Morris yep. Sr. Uh, the whole Davis Bertans debacle thing. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. funny. Very funny trade. Um, exactly. But expect it's a, it. Every it's, it's, nobody yeah. surprised by it. It's it's a bummer. I'm gonna miss uh, Doug McDermott, wonderful person to talk to, uh, especially yes. about the game of basketball. Uh, he's a, a specialist shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely brings on court stuff that this team needed, but also you know a, a good presence in the locker room. Absolutely, um, it's it stinks to see him go. But on the other hand. Mm-hmm. That 2029 second round may include multiple Ginobili's. And I mean that literally. I mean that literally mm-hmm. because Manu's twins are growing up so fast. Exactly. Um, so yeah. you got to load and, up, you know? Yeah, you got to load up. And look, 32 years old for Doug. You know, he's seen the end towards the end of his career. You know, good for the Spurs to put him on a contending team. And he's going back to the team that the Spurs did the deal with to get him in the first place back in 2021. Um, but I, I think. You know, for everybody that's bummed out that this trade deadline didn't uh, make the Spurs more competitive, uh, you know, I'll just say that I, I understand the frustration, right? I, I get it. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, but like, also, this team has been pretty clear, and especially with like, you know, mm-hmm. the the way that they have lost so many games this year. If if they right. had if they had won more games and they were like, you know, oh, maybe we can make a push for a play in like yeah, let's let's ride it out sure. with Doug McDermott. Let's yeah. let's see, you know, if we can maybe scoop somebody up on the cheap. Um but you know, this is this is still this is still very much an evaluation season. And it's one by the way where you know, we we're seeing improvement collectively and individually mm-hmm. from a lot of guys. Um, yeah, exactly. So uh, I I understand that people are sort of antsy to get there, but it, I, I think we got to talk about like, you know, why they are building the roster this way and, and why yeah. it makes sense that they're acquiring assets now still and, and not spending mm-hmm. them yet. Brian Wright's playing chess and the Spurs are playing chess, but like they haven't actually made, made any moves yet. They just keep they're getting their pawns. They just keep yeah. getting pieces. Yeah. They're like, all right, we got we got the king that's pop, we got the queen that does everything that's Wemby, we got a couple of you know back row pieces that we're gonna see how they move and what they do. Uh, but you know what? I need like I need like five yeah, more the of those. I need five more of those yeah. and like twenty more pawns. You know, right? And then yeah. that, and and so you know, I know that people who get so excited about the piece that does the most. It's like, Oh my God, can we just, can we just get him out there and like, you know, really like go, go win right now as hard as you can. But like, I don't know if, if you can just keep getting more chess pieces, like that seems like a really sure. like, yeah. and, and win a, yeah. a, a war of attrition that way, you know? Mm-hmm. 
They're yeah. they're very confident. And look, nobody should be surprised if Spurs were quiet. I mean, Pop joked, but he maybe he was being serious. You know that you know they weren't really going to be major movers and buyers and sellers. Uh, you know, he said everybody should stay up late. Don't go to sleep. Don't drink alcohol because you might miss it. So that was your first sign, Brian Wright. Since the draft, Tom, since the draft kept on hammering, we're not going to rush this. Popovich, we're not going to rush this. Wemby, I see what their plan is. So nobody should really be surprised if Spurs are not making major moves. And then plus two, what's the point? You know, the season's a wash already. You know, Here's, why blow up the roster? There, there was a report, and you know, Pop, Pop talked about, you know if there's a move that makes sense for a short and long term, we'll do that. And, you know, I think a lot of people read that is, Oh, they're probably going to in the 11th hour trade Doug McDermott for a second round pick, you know, but right. you know, I, I read it as, yeah, that's probably on the table, but also like if a guy comes available who you've wanted for a long time, who fits the vision mm-hmm. with Victor, you know, this now I, I think I think that here is where we close the book on or, or at least close the chapter in Brian Wright's book as a GM on rebuilding team, bottoming out team. Because mm-hmm. we've seen so many moves where he shipped out good players, sometimes, yep. you know, great players to get picks and assets. And I think people, you know, they've come to expect this, but it's because. You know, it's it's what he does, and they're like, "Oh, this is the only thing he knows how to do." And it's like, no, it's just that's been the game plan for right until this point, right? Mm-hmm. And they're going to finish out this season, and I'm expecting a much more aggressive approach uh, come come this off season. I, I think it's going yeah, to yeah, I'm, I'm right there surprise with some people who are yeah. like, oh, the point is. That's been their plan, and it's been their plan because that's where they are as as a team, mm-hmm. as an organization. They know where they need to go, right? And they have a plan for how they want to achieve that. And now that they're at this point where it's like, okay, we have the guy, we have some young guys, we have all these assets, and now we have a better idea of what we need, we can go get that. And you know, with the quietness at the deadline, uh, there's probably going to be an open roster spot uh, yeah. that we should maybe yeah. discuss a little bit here. Yeah, exactly. And and we saw some key names that got waived. You know, Killian Hayes was probably a big one. Yeah. Um, he got waived. So we should probably, we should probably start there, I guess. Uh, well, yeah. Killian, Killian Hayes. Um, it has his former seventh pick has not worked out for him in Detroit, but if mm-hmm. you got him on a winner, like San Antonio, Maybe things, you know, shake out a little bit better. Maybe for him. things change. Yeah, for him. Uh, I kidding. Obviously, a little bit. Um, might the Spurs take a flyer on him? Maybe. Uh, you know, if if you're if you're just evaluating stuff for the rest of, I think they probably would rather see more of Blake Wesley and mm-hmm. and use those minutes for that. I actually see that freed up space given to Sissoko. I think they yeah. bring him up and give him those minutes because he's been doing a bang up job with Austin. But I, I think he stays on the two way and, and the roster spot yeah. might go to Barlow, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it'll work that, out like that. Yeah. That would make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, especially as Zach Collins has continued to have sort of a down year. It's, I, I know he's probably got to be, you know, as frustrated about it as anybody. 
um you know every time we're at shoot around last year he was the last one there working on that three-point shot Mm -hmm. and uh between that not falling and the defense he's been kind of a, a a minus out there for this team on a second unit that has struggled really mm-hmm. uh, to survive yeah. the non-victor minutes. So exactly. John Barlow getting a, uh, a full-time spot um, I think makes a lot of sense here. If they don't go out and get somebody, some other names on the mm-hmm. buyout market. I mean, Spencer Dinwiddie would be cool, but he's mm-hmm. going to go to a contender. Kyle Lowry yeah. will be cool, but Back I think he's going to go to yeah. a contender. And so, you know, it's it's an interesting buyout market. And again, we're assuming that uh, Marcus Morris Sr. Uh, gets bought out or waived and and uh, once again is a spur in name for I, like I a key, day. I low want it to not happen. <laughs> he like, come back. He, he, he comes in here to begin with. He, he, yeah. walks, he walks into practice and just gives Pop a sup nod. Oh, yeah. You want to oh, see I'm professional? Yeah. 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 Let's party. I, that would yeah, be really funny. Like, if he's really, See, I told bored, you I was going to sign just now. I, th- I think he'll have a, a buyout market as well. But, no, no, um, I, I, I do, yeah. But that would be but really no, funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're mentioning uh, Doug. You, you know, uh, one of the better three point shot shooters on the roster. You know, you know, what about close to like 46 percent. You know, Spurs desperately need that type of threat from the perimeter. Well, that's gone. But hey, I mean, this is another signal too, Tom, and to everybody listening. They're not out of the rebuild yet. Not even close. It's going to be a while. And this more draft asset collection that Brian Wright did on draft on trade deadline day should tell you that, yeah, you got to have your patience is going to have to be a little stronger, Spurs fans. But I'm going to see what they do with the buyout market. That 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 That's where I think the Spurs will probably, you know, make a quote-unquote big move before yeah. the offseason begins. Um, and, and it might, again, just be a small expected move like yeah. like Barlow. But Barlow they're, they're going to yeah. do something. Uh, yeah. Just really quickly, one second. I, it's not an arm's reach. I meant to get it before we started. Yeah, let's see what Tom has cooking up there. I was, uh, I was cleaning out my office today, and I found this uh, from one of the recent Fiesta Nights. Uh, before the news dropped, and it just seemed fitting. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get my best Sarah McLaughlin voice. Look at that! Hold on, hold on. I will remember you. Was that close? Was that good? Not even close. Will you remember That's close. me? That's a little closer. You're getting okay. better. I, I now just into it. Now I just need flashes of puppies and getting adopted across the screen right, right now. Yeah, we'll miss exactly. you, Doug. I, I genuinely miss, miss will miss Doug McDermott a lot on the court, yeah. court and off. Great guy. Best of luck to him um, and in all your future endeavors. And yeah, yeah, probably get some threes up in, in Indiana. They like shooting. Oh, for there. sure. Oh, yeah. Hey, but Spurs were able to give him a big round of applause. March 3rd is when the Pacers come to San Antonio. So, oh, that'll be sick. So, yeah. Oh, He'll that'll, get his that'll be the video, best all that good in stuff. a minute. Yeah. yeah. He's going to get a go. And Personally, Lockdown Spurs will miss him because he would actually come on Lockdown Spurs. So he was cool. Told me his favorite cartoon carrier character and shocker was Doug. You know, Doug from Nickelodeon. Yeah, so, no, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But that, that's why mine is SpongeBob. Actually, I go by my middle name Thomas. First name SpongeBob. Okay. See, I learned something new about you, Tom. I didn't know that. Like the SpongeBob thing. Like I'm, I, I'm I should have picked that up. Person. Yeah. yeah, I should have picked that up. Hey, when we get back, uh, we're going to give a little love to Jeremy Sohan. 
uh, got himself, uh, well, more than deserved, but hey, he's in. He's in the Rising uh, Stars game. We're going to be discussing that. And then Tom has a message for everybody right here on Lockdown Spurs. Are you the kind of driver that likes to push things a little further? Ever wonder what adventure could be around the next corner? Hey, our friends at Nissan have a lineup of SUVs with the capabilities to take your adventure to the next level. They got the 2024 Nissan Rogue. It's perfect for city drives, great escapes. They have the class-exclusive Google that's built in, so you're always updating your assistant uh, to call on for most anything, you know, whether it's a secretary, home, whatever, you have that in there for you. Gone are the days of connecting your phone. Google Assistant, Google Maps, Google Play Store, they're there. They're built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen info infotainment system. The 2024 Rogue is the perfect mid-size crossover for your next adventure. Hey, they also have the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder. It has room up to eight and expansive cargo capacity, advanced available four by four capability. And with 284 horsepower and up to 6,000 pounds of towing, when adventure calls, the Pathfinder is there to answer. Take the Nissan Rogue, the Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada and go find your next adventure. Shop NissanUSA.com. This is Emily Swallow, and you are listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. And we're back right here on Locked On Spurs with Tom SpongeBob Petrini. I got that right, right, Tom? No, it's SpongeBob Tom Petrini. Okay, here we go. SpongeBob go Tom by, Petrini. Go by my middle. Yeah. All right. There you go. <laughs> he is uh, on X at Real Tom Petrini, old friend of mine, and we're discussing all things Spurs. And hey, better late than never, Tom, I guess. Uh, congrats to Jeremy Sohan. He will be going to the All-Star Weekend, part of the uh, Panini Rising Stars game. He is an injury replacement for Blazers, uh, Sheldon Sharp. So, yeah, he's in. He'll be joining uh, Wemby at that event. Kudos to him, second year in a row. So, congrats. It, it, he, If there was a snub, that was a snub for that Panini Rising Stars game. Yeah, we we talked about it uh the last episode I was on here yeah. and um you know Pop Pop asked, you know, I don't he was like I don't know who picks these things. And it turns out it was assistant coaches. Uh and so, you know, some people were like, did he just rub enough people the wrong way that they were like, you know what? <laughs> no. No Jeremy Sohan, get out of here. Uh Jeremy who the other night uh went flying into the stands uh yep. in Miami, uh grabbed some popcorn uh, kissed a man on the head to apologize. Very, it's it's pure entertainment. Um, it's he's he's a funny guy, and a very deserving uh, rising star. So it'll be it'll be fun to see him in that game. Yeah. Um, is yeah. is he on Victor's team or against him? Uh, he's against him because Victor's Ooh. on Team Pau Gasol. Sam uh, Sohan is on Team Jalen Rose. So. Gotcha. They'll be okay. going up against one another. That'd be fun to watch. So yeah, the Spurs gonna be well represented. We know that Wimby's gonna be there. Now we know Sohan's gonna be there. And don't forget Don Barlow. He'll be there for the G League All Star event. It's kind of an All Star game, but they call it the Next Up game. But it's all in all, it's a G League All Star game. So yeah, and then of course Wimby's gonna be making his rounds, appearances, and whatnot. So he will be here. The Skills Challenge as well, teaming up with Paolo and Anthony Edwards on their team. So it should be a fun-filled Spurs-themed 
is All-Star Weekend in Indianapolis. But, uh, yeah, kudos to Sohan. Well, uh, it's time to turn over the mic to uh, Tom. And I think everybody should know by now. We all yeah, on. as as Gucci yeah. Mane once said, there's an elephant in the room. Guess who's the mother yeah. flipping elephant? Or, or, or a SpongeBob uh, in the room. Right. Uh, yeah. I, my- yeah. Uh, so after four years at, at Ken's Five, uh, where I, I made a lot of dreams come true and learned a lot from a lot of amazing people, um, I, I have decided that I, I've got to move on to the next thing. And uh, it's very bittersweet. Uh, you know, several reasons for doing it one of them is spend more time with my family mm-hmm. um another one is is hopefully to uh cover the spurs at an even higher level uh because a lot of my job responsibilities were outside of sports and uh you know i, I definitely want to uh keep covering the spurs team it's it's uh, a big part of my life and uh being a part of this community is very important to me mm-hmm. uh you being one of the first people who welcomed me to it about 10 years ago uh, wow. when we were, uh, you know, I, I, I remember thinking like, how, how can I, you know, getting in with this Jeff guy? And I saw oh, you tweeting about, easy. I saw you tweeting about star Wars. I was like, I'll bet. And yeah, so, there it is. you know, we, right we started talking about that. Um, Running into each other at Penn station too. That was a yep. trip. Rose pizza. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. But yeah, ten, 10 years of uh, being your your friend and colleague because you took me under your wing. You, Mike DeLeon, uh, Paul Garcia, everybody at Project Spurs. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so to everybody who's helped me get to this point in any way, um, my friends at Ken's, my friends at Project Spurs, um, people in the Spurs organization who have mm-hmm. uh, you know been kind enough to welcome me, everybody in that in that media workroom who's been so great to me um, and everybody who's read or watched or listened to uh, my thoughts and, and opinions and, and jokes about this team. Um, yeah. It's, it's incredibly humbling and um, you know, I'm really going to miss uh, every, everybody at Ken's a lot. Um, but you know, I, I plan on I plan on sticking around uh, in this community for as long as uh, as long as I'm welcome. And you guys have made me feel so welcome. So um, for that, I'm eternally grateful. Um, you know, I, I don't need to tell you what a privilege it is to do this, Jeff. You, you've been living it too. It's um, it's challenging and it it's uh, it's stressful at times, and it takes a lot. You know, um, but man is cool <laughs> man is cool to do what we do yeah. um and yeah i i'm going to miss uh doing that at ken's five with you my friend but um i'm always going to be uh a fan of yours and a friend of yours uh and hopefully a guest on this show so oh, you will be yeah tom actually spoke to me uh, about his decision a monthish out before you know it was time for him to say adios and i you know people have asked me you know like well what happened i said no no i i i tried you know to convince him otherwise you know like maybe you know hold on you know uh, well do you want to think about this do you sure you know uh you know i need you to stay here because you're bang at the recaps you're good at the long form all that good stuff 
And uh, but no, but Tom was dead set, and you know his reasons. That for me, it's you know he's he's good at what he does. You know when it comes to the silver and black. But it's when he told me about the personal side of things, I was like, whoa, okay, that that's the bigger picture. You know, the Spurs talk about bigger than basketball, bigger than basketball. And when Tom sh told me the bigger than basketball stuff, I was like, okay, I can respect that. I understand that even more. Yeah, I, I guess the two minute version of it is, uh, you know, when I when I was in college, uh, around the same time. Uh, that I lost my father, I fell in love with a girl from San Antonio who uh, really helped me through it. Mm -hmm. um, she's the reason I ever started caring about the Spurs in the first place. Uh, and yeah, so for the for the last four years, we've lived together in Austin and I've done a lot of uh, up and down I-35, um, you know, so I can be in there and do my thing. Mm -hmm. um, and a, a lot of the time going in, it was it was for really difficult stories. I mean, I started February of 2020, which is four years ago, which is insane. Uh, but basically, right when <laughs> right when sports uh, and the whole world shut down for a, a really horrible pandemic, and um, you know, covering that and and covering mm -hmm. a lot of the other things that I did these last four years, um, you know, it, it was it was stressful. It, I, I found a lot of purpose in it. I really did. Um, you know, that's some of the most important work. Hopefully, I'll ever do in my life mm -hmm. um you know just i i've i felt the the weight and the responsibility of what it means to be a journalist in those moments mm -hmm. um no yeah. and you know yeah. re really like formative stuff um but you know it, it was it was definitely difficult and um yeah i i i wouldn't change any of it um mm -hmm. and really ken's i mean the the newsroom at ken's was why i kept coming back you know it was like i i knew that the people in there were going to put in the hard work to do a tough job the right way um and so so that was a, a really you know it was it was, a, it was a wonderful experience i i have yeah. just so much gratitude but um mm -hmm. yeah no i i definitely uh, have have missed out on some family time in that time. And, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, yeah, the, yeah. The other, yeah. Well, you, well, you, the other well, night well, I was just laying down that, yeah. in bed with with my dog on my shoulder and you know, hang hanging out with my partner, and it was like, yeah, this is yeah, good. As as bittersweet as as it was, I I, mm -hmm. I I made the right decision for for me and for us. Yeah, so. yeah, and that's what impacted me a lot. Uh, first of all, that. Tom came to me to talk about it first. I was like, whoa, you know, he didn't have to, but he did. And, um, you know, and, and it was, yeah, it was also man. a professional, it was also a professional thing too, because he was preparing me for what might happen and what is starting to happen now that he's gone. So I, I um, will say, you know, yeah. I, I, I never wanted to leave anybody at, at Ken's in a bad situation by me yeah. leaving, you know, at a, at a bad time or whatever. But I, I do know that Spurs coverage is in great hands with you, with Casey, yeah. with Nate, with mm -hmm. Vinny, with the eggs, with, with everybody over there. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's a great squad. I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm going to miss it. Yeah. And, 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 uh, a little peek behind the scenes. The reason why I'm at Ken's is because of that guy on your screen right now, Tom, I was, for those of y'all who remember, I was at Ken's competitor for about seven, eight years. And if it wasn't for Tom, 
encouraging uh, Ken's Tegna, the the company that owns it, to chat with me about maybe switching sides. Uh, I probably wouldn't be here at Ken's. It was actually Tom who did that. Uh, he right, was the spark. Yeah, he was the spark. Tegna acquired Locked On. Um, right. and so but at the time, I was still at Sinclair, though. So right. I was and, doing Locked and so, On for Tegna, yeah. So it was you know, it became a question of, well, you know, how do we handle this? And I was like, the easiest and best way for us is to bring in Jeff because he's great at what yeah. he does. Simple. Um, yeah. And, yeah. And it was, yeah. uh, yeah, but you know, I thank Tom for that, you know, uh, for, uh, looking out for me that way, you know, big, 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 what he did, uh, for me. So, uh, you know, that's why when he came to me to tell me, Hey, I'm thinking about doing this. I was like, want to pump the brakes a bit. <laughs> you sure you want to do this? Uh, but you know, he was dead set and, um, I, I, look, I know whatever he does next or wherever he goes next, whether it be company A, B and C, A, B and C are going to get himself a damn good sports or Spurs rider, or if he does something on his own, it's going to be damn good. And, uh, it was funny because after Tom had made the announcement publicly, uh, last week, I think, Friday, you know, I yeah. fire, fired back, you know, saying, okay, well, you know, Tom, you know, good job. Salute. All the stuff, and then I followed up with, "Well, I'll see you in Lockdown Spurs next week, anyway." So, right, right. Good. I'm not. I'm. You're not yeah, going to yeah, get me yeah, too yeah. far out of the paint here. Yeah, yeah. I, but I appreciate no. you saying all that, Jeff. Um, yeah. It mean it means a lot. You're you're one of my best friends in this industry uh, and in mm -hmm. this life. Uh, I, I really value you. Um, yeah. And I, you know, so many people have said so many nice things to me in the last week. Mm -hmm. Um. It from Ken's to readers and and listeners mm -hmm. to you know, oh, yeah. just just everybody who cares about me. It means so much. Um, mm -hmm. I hear you. I love you. I appreciate you. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna go somewhere, but I'm not going anywhere. I had my reasons for for making this decision, but yeah, not not among them was me uh, sharing the Spurs secret strategy of three. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got in a little bit of trouble on that on the internet. Yeah, People trouble. yelled at somebody yeah. yelled at me because I was at my last practice on Friday. Yeah. Um, you know, and and I saw they had put tape in like the corner oh, of the no, corner, not like, like half yeah. of the corner. And so I just tweet out a picture. I'm like, interesting, maybe a point of emphasis for the coaching staff. And somebody got mad at me, like I was sharing state secrets. And I was I mean, why like, even, yeah, why even invite us in anyway? To begin with, I was like, look, dude, yeah, chill. It's my job for the next four hours. Yeah, yeah. Let, uh, let me make let, Tom and I are going to make this very clear. When <laughs> the Spurs say everybody, well, media can come in. At that point, it's game on. Yeah, whatever we see, whatever we hear, whatever we observe, it's fair game. Right. So uh, that's Just... why they're very cautious about letting us in before they let us in. Right. So. <laughs> So right. a red tape on there in, in the grand scheme of things, not a big deal, everybody. Not a big deal. Yeah, not no, but it, the timing was funny because like a few hours oh, later, yes. I announced That's right. that That's I was right. leaving. And so like I, I had some people jokingly and some people seriously be like, wait, like what happened there? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I didn't actually get in trouble. Too. Like, yeah, no, yeah. it was it was awkward. But that that was the thing was it was too funny. And also like, too too like big for me to not engage at that point i was like i had mm -hmm. to you know i had to joke about it. i that's one of my weaknesses that i've really mm -hmm. refined in my time here at, at 
you know, Ken's mm-hmm. being being learning how to be a pro. But I, I still can't resist a good joke sometimes. And no, I know. <laughs> but but you you yeah, I'm just you much more like careful about it now. Yeah, you know? you're definitely letting out state secrets now. Watch out, everybody. You know, first put red tape on the court. Ooh. Can't trust me with nothing. Yeah. And uh by the way, Tom, just a message from me to you, you know. For those of y'all who do not know, I actually started at a, uh, a small fan blog. Well, not small. At that time, it was small, but now it's grown. You know, Project Spurs. You know, I co-founded it with uh, Mike DeLeon. May he rest in peace. So I've kind of seen a lot of the familiar faces that y'all see on social media or on, or, or on outlets. You know, not all, but most of them kind of got their start at, at Project Spurs. Tom was one of them. And of all the ones that I've seen and was working with before I left to go to Sinclair and then now with, with Tegna, um, you're the one who has the biggest has the biggest growth. Like you're the one that's really shot out. You know, other guys have had really good success, but yours like off the charts. I've, As a matter of fact, the, 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 the Spurs PR, I didn't tell you that. I'll show this to everybody. actually told me that they, they just salute to you. They said you also had a lot of growth and they they've seen it it's it's easy to grow a lot when you start from literally no ball knowledge trying to impress Mm -hmm. a girl (laughs) there Uh, you go motivation i mean like like literally i learned everything i know about basketball in the last 10 years um and the reason that i've gotten to this point is because uh a the, the support from Mm -hmm. from people but i I think that that support comes from understanding that the the kind of like you know person i am and i'm not gonna be you know i'm i'm a pretty straight shooter Mm -hmm. it can be funny i can be weird but i'm not gonna lie to you um and you know so to to as an outsider really earn the trust of this fan base it means the world to me Mm -hmm. um I and and it really has been a fanatical um obsession for me with just like being the best at this. And I know I'm not um you know uh but I I still want to be and I every day I feel like I'm getting closer to it. So No, no, I see. Um, in my opinion, in my opinion Tom, I, you're already there. But uh again everybody just because Tom left Ken's does not mean he's leaving locked on Spurs. Okay, he'll be back. You know, still a lot of a lot of games to play, a lot of highs and lows that we're going to discuss about. So this is not the last time you've seen Tom. Whatever decision he makes, hopefully um, he'll come on locked on Spurs to announce it to everybody. You know, that'd be great. The only problem is if it's a competitor, then now we got a problem. But other than that, um, then uh, yeah. You want to follow him and keep up with him and his life and what's going on. And yes, for Spurs stuff and silver and black and tweets and all that stuff. You want to follow him on X at real Tom Petrini and uh, Tom, thank you for coming on lockdown Spurs uh, to, you know, share a little bit about your decision. Uh, again, everybody, he's not going anywhere. He'll be back on lockdown Spurs. Whatever That's happens, Hefe, it's all love over here, man. Thank By the way, for everything. I'm glad you said that too. You know, in my personal history, you were the first one ever to call me that nickname. You were. It just fits. You were the first one. Yeah, I always, I always wanted to tell you that. You were the you, first one ever you, to do that. You were, you were really my first boss in this business. 
That is, yeah, that is true. Yeah, back at Project Spurs. Yeah. But uh yeah, but yeah, but again, Tom, thank you. Uh, you know, clear your calendar. I'll be bugging you with a text, all that good stuff about when you can come on. But hey, everybody, yeah. What do you think about the Spurs at the trade deadline? Yawn, snore, whoop de doo. Let us know. Alarm know. bells. Yeah, alarm bells. Yeah. Uh, let Tom know on X at Real Tom Petrini. Let me know as well by subscribing to the Lockdown Spurs podcast on YouTube, Ken's 5 Plus app. The list goes on and on. iTunes, Spotify as well. Uh, we'll be back next week. More Spurs talk, uh, more rodeo road trip talk. Hopefully, we'll get some more W's to talk about than L's. And subscribe to Lockdown Sports today, 24 7 streaming channel on YouTube. All the shows are there 24 7. Go to Lockdown Sports today on YouTube. So for Tom, or no, I'm sorry, SpongeBob, Tom Petrini. You know what? I'll be honest, Jeff, I was lying about that. My, okay. my name, my first name is Tom. My, my middle name is James. Don't steal my identity. It's really honestly not worth that much. Okay. All right. Then we'll just say. Uh, the artist formerly known as SpongeBob Tom Petrini. <laughs> he is Tom Petrini. I was kidding. Design. Uh, this is going to make, make sure no sense out of context. It's not. It's not. I'm going to have to do some pr- fancy editing right now. Uh, but for Tom Petrini, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. <laughs>